Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, it's spooky season. Let's talk about scary and not so scary stuff because it's October and that's what we do on Apathetic Enthusiasm. Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the show about you for you. We want to hear your thoughts. Make sure you you get a microphone. Buy Start you. recording it. Uh, yeah. Preferably in a crowded bus station, because we Ooh. we're 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 pivoting towards bus station podcasting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you know true crime. It's been around uh, family thing, storytelling, lots of different uh, ideas for podcasting. But yet, yet broached is the the fabled bus station podcast. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be the newest thing. The 415 <laughs> to Wichita will be leaving from gate 7. Uh, uh yeah, so how, how 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 much is a ticket to Atlanta? Uh, cuz I uh, my my nephew's supposed to pick me up and I just need to give him just a fair warning about <laughs> about the bus about how much the ticket costs. I don't I don't know that he really needs to know. He just needs to know when you're going to get there. Look, don't, don't <laughs> this is this uh, okay, yeah. I don't I have, I have nothing. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the bus station podcast. I'm Brandon. Oh, I'm Travis. That's great. That's and us. and That's uh us. <laughs> we we have a we have a great show for you today. We gotta start we gotta start by saying that. We have a great show for you today. We've got uh Andre <laughs> Agassi. Andre 3000 is yeah, here? Yeah, Andre no, Andre Agassi. Agassi. Oh, is that a, Andre Agassi. Yeah. Yeah, is he going to throw a tennis racket at us? Yeah. <laughs> it's mixing up this fuck. I'm missing mixing up all of the the references. Anyways, hey, if you want to if you want to follow us, make sure you do that on Twitter at @apathusiast. You can send us an email apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. <laughs> Instagram at and athletic underscore enthusiasm. Don't miss the Insta. Oh no, no I did. Yeah, you're right. You're you're yeah. damn right about that. You can people, go to people are gonna follow big time. You can over on the IGs if you're on your. We need to post that picture of us on Instagram. Oh shit! Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're you're right. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. If you are if you're watching this live on twitch.tv slash athletic enthusiasm. You can also go to our links somewhere if you're on a computer down below. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, you can also 
there's links i'm sure somewhere in there where you can get to all of our shows yeah. uh like subscribe do all those fun things thank you for thank you for consuming this content for at least you know, three minutes, <laughs> at least, at least three minutes. We do, we do have a good show. Uh, Matt Sizemore, have a good day face is out there in the chat, giving us plenty of content to talk about. We do have some things we have pre-prepped to talk about first though, but before I get into that, Travis, welcome back to Oklahoma city. How was your mm. trip? Uh, my trip was good. Uh, I, I, I did a, a quick, quick little jaunt out to Southern California. Uh, I have apparently been out of high school for 20 years now, uh, <laughs> which, which, which means that uh, it was time to go and reminisce with people that I haven't talked to in 20 years since graduating high school. Um, but yeah, it was a fun trip. Uh, we made it out to Disneyland for a day, got to see some family, some friends. So while, while I would not say it was a relaxing vacation, <laughs> uh, it was really, it was really great getting to see a whole bunch of people, including my co-host and, and his plus one. Uh, we got to, we got to hang out with you in Anaheim oh. at, uh, the, what is it? The scratch breakfast scratch breakfast yeah scratch scratch kitchen scratch box or something like that yeah it was a scratch box 360 <laughs> uh is where we had breakfast uh a little bit of brunch yes uh catching up which was which was fun because like normally i sit here in a chair and you sit directly across from me on a on a computer monitor <laughs> yeah and then we talk for about an hour but this time uh, i sat in a chair and you sat directly across from me uh eating eggs uh, and and that and it, it was a much different experience, much much more lifelike. Yeah, no, normally I eat the eggs before I get on camera, but this time I'm like, well, there's it's it's unavoidable at this point in time. Yeah, exactly. I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, you know what? Here, there's something interesting about this. We, you and I, we talk basically at least once a week normally, sure. and and we're face to face, and it's it's fine. We're nice and comfortable. We're relaxed. But yet, when we when we are physically sitting across from each other, there is about a, a five five minute or so warming up period to being like, <laughs> oh, we're actually we're actually in the same room. Oh, I don't have a mute button. <laughs> uh, I don't have to monitor chat during this conversation. It, you know, it, it, it's like it's like my body isn't adjusted to having to wait for a response from you because <laughs> like, like a, a, like an internet delayed response where I, so how, how are things with you? And then like, wait a half a second. Uh, no, oh. things are good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, there is always that I, I, it's probably just my, my, my social crap, but I, I there's, there's like a, a half a half a moment where I'm just not, completely comfortable but then it then we then we get into it plus the the, the restaurant is loud and you would say something to me and i'd be like <laughs> and then sip some coffee <laughs> what did he say <laughs> what did he say <laughs> i i have to wait for it to replay on twitch so i can catch it um also we had our we had our wives there with us which which changes the social dynamic slightly because instead of us monopolizing the conversation uh, we at times have to include our spouses in it as well, yeah, that's which right. is fine because they're friends and they can talk to each other on one side of the table and we can talk to each other on one side of the table. <laughs> and then it's like, wow, I flew so many miles to have another conversation with Brandon <laughs> that 
<laughs> I have every Monday anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but, that's right. But it was it was much more enjoyable in person. We should do it more often. I let's not wait every three years to hang out in person. Let's not let's not let's not do it. Let's make it a, let's make it a habit. Uh, that it's funny funny you mentioned that. the uh you sent me a picture uh before you before you came out to California. You're like that's weird because three like three years to the day you were in California when we met up the last the last time yeah so we went to the inaugural adult swim fest out in los angeles and that was on october 7th of i guess 2018 18 it would have been and uh and in like my iphone memories it likes to it likes to remind me of pictures and things from the past and we were planning to meet on October 7th of this year because I was I was going to Disneyland on the 6th and then we're going to meet the next day. And so I I randomly get this memory in my phone of you at the Adult Swim Fest with me on October 7th, three years ago. And I was like, that's really weird that to the day we were hanging out again. Um, so, yeah, here's to October 7th, 2024. <laughs> Uh, and we just put it in your calendar now. The next time we hang out in person, doing it, doing it, it's it's right there in the reminders, along with uh, the the Earth, Wind, and Fire September reminder. Uh, yeah, that it, it was it was it was really really cool uh, to hang out with you, Travis. Sorry, we had we just got some late breaking news from one of our field reporters over in the sports department. Uh, have a good A face. Uh, just chiming in, letting us know that John Gruden, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders has resigned. Oh. Uh Brandon, your initial thoughts. My initial thoughts were John Gruden. I thought he Who was on, that? I thought he was on the Bears. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um no, I that I hmm I I don't know how shocked I am or or how much I actually care, but I do know that a couple years back people were excited for John Gruden to go to Raiders in the first place. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's—I mean—he's coached there before, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. not—he's not—I didn't think he was doing too bad. The Raiders aren't doing too bad this year, are they? Um, I think they have like a what is it? A three and two start. Okay. Yeah, maybe? not not bad. They lost. They lost to the Chargers last week. Uh, every AFC West team except the Chargers lost this weekend. Every, so ev- yeah. every team, as far as I'm concerned, is doing wonderfully. Compared to the Miami Dolphins, uh, so so realistically, they could be they could be two and and three, and I'd be like, they're doing pretty good, right? <laughs> they still they still won two games. Yeah, apparently, uh, thanks to the field reporter, have a good a face. Um, oh. he might, he may be resigning due to the resurfacing of more emails uh, and him being potentially racist. I so, don't I don't know how you could be a racist. Well, first. I'll I'll stop there. I don't know how you could be a racist. End of statement. <laughs> I especially don't understand how you could be a racist like in such a diverse organization. Like that that it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense why how how you could be in, so so bad a person <laughs> at all. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of head coach drama uh all around the league right now. Um but that's that's not really our our that's, subject that's matter. Our if, you wanna, if you want if you want to catch uh, you know, the ins and outs of sports, uh, check out rounding the bases, uh, <laughs> another podcast on, in the apathetic enthusiasm family. Uh, yeah, but, that's get all your, get all your hot takes, uh, from those base boys. Do it, do it to it. Go to Twitter, 
at rounding the B. <laughs> rounding the B. And, and just so we're clear, it had to be rounding the B because that's the character limit. I couldn't I couldn't put anything else. It was rounding the B. Rounding the butthole. Anyway, so you went for your twenty year uh, reunion, your high school reunion. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's a that's a pretty big deal, pretty big milestone. It was. We we. I think we we're in Hawaii for my ten year. Um, where it just it didn't make sense to to fly back to the mainland. Uh, for for people I'd seen just a decade earlier, right? And so I was like, yeah, it's been twenty years. Um, and we're, and we're back stateside. Let's, let's, let's do it. Why not? Hey, let's go to California. Just me and the old wife, uh, we'll leave the kids at home with, with her aunt and, uh, and, and head out for a quick trip. Um, it was cool. Cool. Seeing some folks. Uh, it, I mean, pretty much all of my core friend group that I hung out with in high school, uh, did not, uh, make an appearance. Uh, so, <laughs> so there were a lot of, Hey, I, somewhat remember you from high school i think we interacted at at some point in time we probably had a class together how you been all right cool uh and then on on to the next person um it was fun it was on like a, a rooftop patio yeah. out in uh uh belmont park where the the giant dipper roller coaster is out in mission beach san diego uh be- beautiful evening balmy 68 degrees uh, under partly cloudy skies with uh winds out of the west uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does it does sound does sound nice for for san diego uh because yeah. as we all know san diego is, is it's just terrible weather down there all the time normally yeah they i mean we really lucked out so yeah um but no that was fun it was cool good trip um, got to see some other friends, uh, a, a couple of our very close friends who just opted not to go to the reunion. Uh, so we just went and saw them for, for a little while as well. Um, but yeah, it's a good trip. Good trip. It's got to be home. I'm, I'm, I'm taking another trip this weekend, uh, shorter trip, uh, up back to Nebraska. Ooh, so Nebraska. look for me in Nebraska. If you're going to be there, uh, appearing one weekend only, uh, <laughs> I'll be at the uh, laugh factory and in Poughkeepsie and no, what? none of that, none of that's true. Why do they call it Poughkeepsie? <laughs> um, and then there's no joke. It just, yeah. why? It's just a weird name. I legitimately don't know the answer. Um, yeah, it, 20 year reunion my my 20 year reunion would have been last year in in 2020 uh during why did you go during the, so the pinnacle of uh election season demi that pandemic <laughs> yeah that 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 pandemic really put a pan stop to any uh 20 year reunion uh but they they, t- they talked about originally it was going to be in like the summer and then they're like oh we'll postpone it to the fall Obviously, that didn't happen either. And then uh, they they talked about postponing it till till this year. Uh, and in the last I heard, uh, Chelsea was talking to our friend Celine, who I went to high school with. Chelsea did not go to high school with me. And you 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 met. Celine. Yeah, she's got a great. She puts on a great wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, three years ago, October seventh, <laughs> October sixth, October sixth. That's right. That's that's yes. right. That's right. <laughs> good, I, good I still have the sunglasses somewhere. <laughs> um, but uh, word on the street is is we're we are going to have a smaller reunion for the people that the people like, <laughs> uh, like a, okay. a, a kind of an elitist uh, Crescent Valley High School 
uh, reunion, some I think in December. So join the rest of the high school cool kids at this year's <laughs> exclusive reunion just for people we liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, at my ten year reunion, uh, they, uh, my core group of friends wasn't wasn't there. Matt, who's here in the, the chat, he oh. uh, he. I don't remember where he he was in he was in Colorado. A lot of other folks didn't go. So Chelsea and I ended up hanging out with with other people that that I I knew right I was a, I was a popular kid but very very shallowly so I I knew a lot sure. of people but um and uh everyone was like ah oh, Facebook and eh, we have Facebook now why do we need a reunion and and now 2020 2021 there's still a lot of folks that are like ah I don't really want to go anywhere there are there are, there are those experts yeah. that are like I want to get out and I want to like I want to do something like this but then there's people like like me and, and Chelsea and we're like, oh, not quite ready to be in big groups. Although I do have a bad religion concert in, at the end of November. So got to make it got to make it to that because there's bad religion. And then there's people that you have lost touch with over the last 20 years. So uh, at, at my reunion, they actually invited the class of 2020 to attend our reunion as well. So it was a joint reunion, which was fine. Um, because then I could be like, oh, I don't recognize that person must have been an upperclassman and then move <laughs> on with my evening. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a, a good night. I mean, it was outside, uh, which helped kind of with some of the pandemic feelings about it. Um, although we did all get together for a good super spreader group photo. So, that, so uh, but <laughs> like not a, not a ton, not a ton of folks showed up. So, um, I don't know, all in all good time, uh, I, I did find out, though, on this trip because cause I, I stopped and hung out with a friend of mine from high school. And uh, it turns out that the, like, core group of people I hung out with who we were all, like, nerds in our own special ways. But um, none of us were really, like, the the D&D playing nerds, like, in high school like we are now, right? Yeah. Um. And we were taught. Me and my buddy were talking about gaming and stuff. Uh, you know him, uh, Tyler. We played uh, oh, yeah. PUBG with him back in the day, right? Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Hey, what do you play in these days?" And I told him a little bit about Satisfactory, which we we covered in a previous episode. And uh, and I was like, "Actually, uh, I started playing D and D with a group a, a couple years ago. None of us had really played, and we just kind of picked it up and started playing. And we're starting that up again uh, this week." And he's like, you know what I started playing with? And then he lists off the names of like the people that I hung out with every day in high school. And he's like, these <laughs> five people, we all just kind of started playing a game. And he's like, I've never, I've never played before. They, we made a character for me. I've only been playing for a couple months. Uh, and I was like, I, I would love to roll in that party. Like you, you just tell me when. And, uh, so they play like once a month, uh, or so. So if I could, if I can balance it out right with our campaign that we just re, re kicked off, uh, that, that would, that would be the reunion that I would love to attend. Um, even though he said like they stick pretty much to the game and they don't talk about their personal lives very much. So like it took, it took like three months for him to be like, Oh, how's your wife that I've known for 20 years? Like, uh, so, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty to the dice, so to speak. Pretty, it's pretty um, to the yeah. dice. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's kind of, that's, that is cool. That is cool. Bringing together, uh, people for, for dungeons and dragons. 
Uh, we just started speaking of, you know, this Travis, because you played with me uh, on, on Saturday. Yeah, I was uh, there for our, for our listeners. We started up, we started up a new D and D campaign this time DM'd by John Caulfield. Uh, and you know, the man, the myth, the legend I I'm, I don't know if, I don't know if you've, if you watched the finale to what if, but in, in, in some ways I need to catch up in some ways I'm like the watcher in that and that I bring together all these random people from my life that I've been watching and keeping an eye on to bring them together to play Dungeons and Dragons. So I got, I got uh, Brett Cruz, my younger brother. I got Brian Cassone, uh, a Microsoft do- a friend of mine, uh, John Caulfield, obviously you mutual friend. And we're here. We're here. Yeah. Here we John. Are. And, and it, it's, it's fun. It's so, it's so good to be back. Uh, John set up this, this campaign. He, since we stopped playing, he has two other campaigns with two other groups of, of individuals. I don't know if they're friends or coworkers or, or what. Uh, but so he's, he's gotten plenty of practice. He set up this, this, this campaign for us where we're at a goblin community college adventuring school and uh we we're, we're just setting setting this setting the stage we're all there day one going off on our adventures uh it, it was fun what would you what you think of of uh the uh initial setup of it i i i think the premise is really fantastic because um we're all starting first level so we're all new to this school starting out fresh he's he's creating an episodic sort of nature to it so that each each time i think it's going to feel fresh and every 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 time we come back <clears throat> excuse me we're 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 playing every every couple of weeks so instead of feeling like oh where did we leave off what cave were we in things like that i think he's really trying to build it so that we can begin and end our days in the dormitories and and just go through this this community college environment going uh sort of like skipping through classes maybe a little bit but still utilizing the class elements to help build our characters and then going on these field trips as a group to to <laughs> go on adventures and things like that I, I i think i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i i think it's a really creative way to to put it put a spin on on a traditional D campaign yeah I, I i dig it uh he he's he's foregoing the the standard experience points for for leveling up going off of the milestone system yeah uh so the first couple sessions will probably level up uh and then you know i'm I'm looking to level level three when you get that special specialization um when when it's when the classes start to feel different a little bit more than they do at, at level one uh it's it's gonna it's it's gonna be fun I am trying to I'm trying to play it mostly serious. I'm not trying to like joke too much and like draw things out. Uh it it it's inevitable but with sometimes. Group, it's really hard not to. Yeah. Right. It's, <laughs> and and with with a campaign loosely based off the show community like and and with a DM that's naming all of his little flying cat people <laughs> yeah. after TV news anchors like yeah. Sammy Katie Couric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Willie Dan Rathers or whatever his name was. Yeah. Like yeah, it's uh it's a lot of fun. It's a fun group. Um and yeah, I'm I'm excited to continue to play in that a little bit more. 
playing a warlock for the first time never oh. never really uh used used a warlock so that's that's interesting um apparently i can like change out my spells every time i level which uh is is fun that's oh that's yeah new that's that's neat so yeah, yeah that, that's that, 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 that gets hand that gets handy when when you when you when you start a new campaign with uh, a spell caster and you're not really sure what the strengths of the other people's characters are yet. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, you know what? Okay. I, I don't need this because they have this or I don't need this because they, we, we need some kind of utility, you know, that, that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, being and, able to change and, it out. It's good. And as you develop as a warlock, you get these, I think they're called like El, Eldric in, invocations or something like that, which is separate from your, your spell book, but there, there are still like things you can cast and use like that. So as as you unlock those things, if you have a spell that does sort of the same thing, it it kind of feels redundant. So mm-hmm. the abil- having the ability to kind of switch off of that and uh, you know create some more variety uh, seems like a cool feature. Yeah, that I, yeah. I hope to explore. I'm uh, in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. They have a couple different class, uh, new classes in there, uh, and uh, I was really interested in the artificer which the which is all about like uh kind of like the a steampunk type type of type okay. of character uh and uh, at, at third level you can pick a specialization there's like alchemy there's weaponsmith and there's there's armor armor smith uh and and that's the one i want to want to use because essentially like at third level i can start making basically making my own armor <laughs> like oh, that's cool so like yeah. uh, like uh, in a way i'm like colossus uh so okay that's awesome i, uh, I dig it yeah yeah you're gonna so turn from you're gonna turn from this like wimpy little guy to like <laughs> our tank uh that mm, mm, fancy mm. i like yeah. it Fan- i like it fancy red i'm batman anyway i, I just watched that episode uh well Phoenix. lots lots more to happen in that we'll, we'll we'll give you updates as they happen uh in the campaign i have i've made the decision not to record this campaign so that it can be just more fun for us to play and less like content that we have to develop so yeah 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 right right on plus we didn't ask john ahead of time if we could so yeah, that's fair <laughs> quality point uh anyway moving on it is spooky season uh, we are we are well into a third of the way through the month of october halloween is right around the corner go get your uh go get your costumes uh before they are out of stock at spirit halloween because uh you know they're shipping shipping delays they're they're crazy scary uh, so, you know, uh, uh, a thousand dollars for a hundred retweets or whatever it is. Um, that's right. Know, they got get ghouls. out there. <laughs> got skeletons. How many, how many, how many times you've been to, to spirit Halloween this season? Mm, it's either two or three times. All right. All right. Hey, are you, I, we might be tied. We might be tied. Yeah. I think, it, I, I think it's, I think it's two, two times. Okay. All right. Then, then I'm, I'm one up on you. Um, I'm going tomorrow then. No, no. <laughs> well, I'm going online. That counts. I don't know if it counts. It shouldn't count. But but the coupon says it counts. Oh, okay. Ten percent off. There you go. This donate is the theme to, to chi- donate to children's things. Um, what are what are you doing to celebrate this spooky uh, season? I know you. I know you love watching some some scary movies. Uh, any any new 
films of fright that have tickled your fancy? Films of fright. I let's see. I, I watched a couple things recently. There was another Joe Bob marathon this last Friday. Uh, one of the movies was a serial killer movie, not really horror, but it's called Angel. Uh, and it and it takes place in Hollywood in the 80s where a 14-year-old uh, prostitute is, um, uh, is, is trying to make her way. She's spending her money to go to a fancy private school. And then there's a killer on the loose preying on the prostitutes. And eventually, you know, she, uh, you know, she go, goes after it. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. I'll, I'll admit. Um, uh, before that, though, last last week, while you were in here uh, in in San Diego and and, and visiting me, well, I was in here. <laughs> we uh, uh, we we took we took our son to the grandparents' house, and we just had a couple of days to ourselves. Um, and we did what any normal adult couple would do without kids venting adult couple with with no children in the house we we binge watch netflix (laughs) (laughs) and uh uh there's there's a show out there written and directed by mike flanagan who uh house uh haunting of hill house and haunting of bly manor also dr sleep he's done done a bunch of other stuff hush uh, a horror film called hush he came out with a a new Netflix limited series, which was uh, 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 Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass, and it was uh, it's only seven episodes. It's all about this this island where a a a pass a Catholic priest goes away. A young Catholic priest comes in, takes his place, and some some spooky goings on start to happen here on on this island. Is that, uh, is that the one where they play red light green light? No, 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 no. That's that's that is a octopus game. Squid garm. <laughs> Squid garm. Uh, but uh, it was it was it was a good it was a good series. The only downside, if if anybody is is out there and, and interested in it, the only critique I have of it really is that there's a couple of episodes where there are there are monologues between characters to any two random characters it doesn't matter cuz these monologues happen a lot uh but they they seem to go on a little bit too long like uh, they they could have pared down the monologue just a bit made it more concise and it would have it would have been fantastic uh because but in like episode 3 they had some good conversations about faith uh about um, faith versus kind of, uh, ration. Uh, I say, I say ration that like, like Catholic religion versus like, uh, uh, atheism for, for okay. example. And, uh, it, it was, it was, it's a good conversation. It went long. Like, like man of science versus man of faith type. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, in the episode, episode four, there's a man and a woman and they're talking about their ideas about what happens when you die. And one person believes in, in heaven. The other person believes that, you know, in, in the science way. That that monologue. The science but, way is dirt. <laughs> dirt, yeah. Molecules, uh, atoms, all that, all that stuff. And, uh, but it goes on way too long. So, 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 so long. We're like, I don't know if I want to keep going. But I still want to see what happens did, the rest of the season. Did you say they were like monologues? Or are these just like series, like, like 
sessions of dialogue where they're just kind of having long conversations. I say I say monologues because it's it's similar to how we're doing it now where I talk for like five to ten minutes straight without any interruption from you. And then I right. pass it yeah, to you. I, I don't I don't say anything at all during yeah. during the period where you're talking. And then you, t- then I hand it back to you, and then you go off for five to ten minutes by yourself. And th- and there's there's no it's not a dialogue. There's no back and forth. It's sure. it's one person sure. talking, and then the other person talking for extended. Okay, period. interesting, interesting. Anyways, all right. The, the Is there the, a lot the, of blood in it. There's not a whole lot of blood in it. No. All right. It's pretty. Okay. It's pretty good. I I I like it. I do recommend it. Um, it's not it's not super scary so it's not something sheena would be like oh no i hate brandon and chelsea no that's for different reasons um any are you still are you still foregoing the squid garm are are you not are you not watching squid game uh chelsea chelsea watched it all already um and uh i saw some spoilers and i'm like okay i don't i don't need to watch this whole thing all right i'm good i'm good I've heard, I, I still haven't I've caught up. I'm, I'm, I, I finally caught up on Ted Lasso. So now I can focus on Squid Game, get get that all done, uh, and then probably watch What If by myself. <laughs> I'm I'm like way behind on that one. I'm I, I probably won't watch Squid Game because I have to catch up on Community, so I understand yeah. any references thrown in this D and D campaign. There you go. Perfect. Uh, uh, speaking of spooky. The, we we actually have something in common other than our brunch in San Diego in uh, Anaheim. It is Muppets Haunted Mansion, uh, which we both watched today in preparation right. for this. In That's preparation, right. or because we wanted to. Uh, both things being true, um, yeah. And this is you know I, I I appreciate Disney Plus releasing this film. It's it's about fifty minutes long. Uh, it's like it's like it's like a one episode uh series of television um but yeah it it is a a muppet special uh about uh the haunted mansion which is a classic uh disney attraction in in some way shape or form through pretty much all of their theme parks and uh i thought that this was a really cool idea uh especially because the haunted mansion movie that that they produced I don't know, 10, 15 years ago with Eddie Murphy was so bad uh, <laughs> that uh, that they needed a win. The Haunted Mansion needed a win. Uh, and yeah, Haunted Mansion, a, a beloved attraction. So I, I, I had high hopes because the Muppets are great. The Haunted Mansion is great. What were your uh, initial thoughts on, on this, you know, 50-minute spectacular? 50-minute, yeah. I I never saw the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. It's good. I, it's a good call. I, I probably won't go watch it. Uh what was what was what was bad about it? That's that's my first question. Um now I have not watched it in a very long time, but I just remember I think the premise being very I don't know. It was it was I think it was very separate from the actual like haunted mansion of of the parks. I think, I think it was a, I think it was a nod to the haunted mansion without being haunted mansion enough, maybe Um, to where it was just a, a kind of spooky 
not really spooky, but Eddie Murphy comedy where he has to spend the night in like a creepy house or something. Right. So um, I honestly don't remember why it was so bad. I think it just was poorly produced or directed or whatever. Okay. It, it, it may have, it may have been trying to play off the popularity of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which yeah. I, 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 I will say the first Pirates of the Caribbean, even though it was not like a direct, like shot for shot, like references to the, the in park attractions was a good movie that had good nods to the attraction throughout. Um, and now the the worlds have, have crossed over and the, the ride in the parks like has stuff from the movies in it. So it's kind of this blurring of the two things. Um, I, I just don't think that was as much of the case with Eddie Murphy's. Okay. Movie. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I'll just, I'll just say this about parts of the Caribbean. It had like nothing to do with, with this Disney ride at all. Other than it was pirates. They were in the, the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, if you look, the, the connections are there. Like there's, Yeah. I, w- well, I mean, well, it, it's hard not to undead pirates, which is like a thing in Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a there's means- a there's a guy trying there's there's people trying to get the dog to give them the keys. Like, I know the nods are there, but it's not it doesn't feel like the ride. It, it they're, they're like two different things. It's like it, it's it's like if Master and Commander had had some of those <laughs> those scenes as well. You're like, it's essentially a Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride movie. Yeah, well, they've done a good job of of crossing them over now because most of the characters throughout the ride are like Barbosa and Jack Sparrow and that kind of stuff too. So yeah, while still maintaining the original sort of spirit of the ride with a lot less of the the rapiness. <laughs> uh, the pirate we we keep it real real accurate. We don't we don't whitewash the pirates in this one. <laughs> keep them real rapey. Uh, Pirates of the Pancreas, underrated right. attraction. Well, well, now to now to answer your original question, instead of asking you a follow-on question that has nothing to do with your question, uh, Muppet Haunted Mansion. I didn't know what to expect from it. I I kind of had the Eddie Murphy thing in the back of my my head of like, oh, ooh, okay, Muppets. They're trying to pull Muppets into it, and they're they're gonna. I I, I honestly didn't have any expectations one way or the other about it, uh, and. So you said you're going to watch it. I found that I had time during dinner to watch it. It wasn't an hour and a half like we thought it was originally. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, cool. I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and check it out. We, we were going to either watch Ted Lasso or or Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. And so we figured, actually, that the kid was like, well, let's watch some Muppets. Like, okay. Um, and it was it was it jumped out to me like right away that it was dedicated to the ride like it's it it is an extended bit about the ride itself with with so much in there uh nodding to all the different aspects of the ride you you sent you sent me the the text in messenger just saying how accurate it was to the ride and yeah no spot spot on The, the songs um <laughs> like all the all the major points that you can go get out of the haunted mansion ride like the nostalgia is going to hit you in the face but it's also it doesn't feel it feel, doesn't feel heavy-handed because the whole concept is 
that you're in the they're they're experiencing the ride. So it's not like yeah, yeah, it's not a heavy handed reference, kind of shoehorned in. You, they, they you know, did it. Go ahead. They did a good job of honoring the original attraction <clears throat> without making it feel forced, and like it doesn't feel like Gonzo is riding in a doom buggy through through a, a theme park attraction but there's so there are so many details within the 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 movie that if you are a fan of the attraction you can immediately be like oh there's that thing oh there's that oh oh look how look they even they even use the floating candlestick going down the hallway in such a way like like just sight gags and or or special effects that aren't necessarily even called out in the attraction were incorporated into aspects of this movie. And so I thought that with a Muppets twist, they were able to to capture the feeling of the original attraction while still telling and, and a somewhat interesting story about Gonzo having to spend the night in this in this creepy house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, will will uh for those listening, uh Will Arnett is is in 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 the movie as as the host. Essentially what it, Your ghost host. <laughs> <laughs> what what this what this movie is what this short film is is gonzo and pepe the prawn they go to the haunted mansion uh to see the the ghost of the great MacGuffin, who evidently only shows up every hundred years he disappeared a hundred years ago and uh so so gonzo goes there gets an invite uh and once he gets there it says uh will arnett as the host says he has to stay the night uh the entire night and from from that point on it feels it feels like the best of the the ride like the 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 uh, expanding elevator yes the stretching room uh and yeah. and they, of course they do a a muppets twist on all of the stretching room paintings yeah um even even just like parts of the the ride like queue where you before you get on your doom buggies where <laughs> like the different paintings and things like that they've they've done muppet versions of those the 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 busts that 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 follow you around are are uh Benson Honeydew and, and Beaker and uh like just just lots of lots of cool little little ways of of twisting uh the, those those features of the ride in in, a, in such a Muppets way. Um yeah I think I think they they covered in some way, shape or form pretty much all of of the major aspects of the attraction considering I was there like less than a week ago uh (laughs) i I was like wow this is all really fresh like yeah no i i remember a lot of this this is all i mean even just to the design of like the doors and and different parts of the house that was like yeah that's that's what it looks like on the ride that's 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 really well done i overall i i we we talked about like muppets now um the first couple episodes that we really liked and it kind of trailed off um i I think this is one of uh, maybe I say this every time every time a new Muppets thing comes out, but like this this was this I this is a good Muppets thing. This is a, yeah, it was yeah. a good blend of Disney come sweeping in, swooping in, be like we're Disney, we own you, <laughs> and, and the Muppets being like we're we're still Muppets. Uh, even even we're the, fine with it. <laughs> we're, like, fine. <laughs> we're fine with it. We're getting paid. We're actually just performers. Uh, even on the IMDb, uh, it's it's 
the 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 Muppets like Kermit and Piggy, they all play different roles within the Haunted Mansion, but they are they're not playing Kermit and Piggy. They're playing other characters. And so in the IMDb, it shows like uh, that Kermit is playing a different character. It says Kermit the Frog as something, something Fozzie yeah. Bear as uh, the hat box ghost, <laughs> the hat yeah. box ghost. Uh, Which is the, such a cool effect to have back in the actual attraction, by the way. Can I say that? Because it was it was gone for so long. Are, are you familiar with the Hatbox Ghost in the, in the, in the history? I uh, No, no, I, maybe I'm not. So, so there's this, uh, there is a, um, there's a, a special effects, an animatronic that was originally intended in the Haunted Mansion. And it's this guy who's standing there and he's got a hat box in his hand. It's like open on the front. And as you pass by this character, his head disappears and then his head appears in the hat box, right? So he's this ghost and his head disappears and then his head appears in, in, in the box. But unfortunately, like due to the technology of the like late 60s, 70s, they were never really able to make the effect very convincing um they would they would use that pepper's ghost effect like they do with the ghost flying around in the ballroom and all that stuff and they they could never you could always still kind of see the head like on top of his shoulders so eventually they just took it out they're like it's not effective it doesn't really work they got rid of it well technology changes you know everything advances and he is back in the ride now um and it is a very cool and and convincing effect um as you pass by him it's like right before you exit um like the bride's area up up in the attic okay um, all right the uh, like tor- towards the, the end of the ride right yeah before you go outside uh to to the graveyard scene um be- before before the before the hitchhiking ghosts um, okay all right yeah yeah but it's uh i i was like i was so excited i was like hey here he is yeah like uh, I, I was so excited for that part of the ride that, yeah. that, that's so that's so that's so cool man yeah i i did they did they take the hat box ghost out a long time ago yeah like okay probably like Be- before either of us were even aware that it existed or when we were kids and had any reference to like know whether or not it was gone okay but it the, so i have i'll just pull it off the wall here so i have this <laughs> Well, no, I think I stuck it on there with command strips, so I'm not going to take it off the wall. But I have um, there. There's an artist that we've we've seen at at, at uh, different conventions and things like that. His first name's Abe. Uh, I'm sorry, I for, I forget his last name. I'll look it up on Instagram and tell you all later. Um, but he did a version of the stretching room paintings, but as um, Batman characters. So it's like uh, Harley Quinn up on top of the the tightrope, and then um, it's like the Joker standing on TNT and his boxers and things mm-hmm. like that. But he did a sketch on the back of the print, and it's of the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, um, which unfortunately it's framed, so I, I don't get to see that sketch very often. But that's <laughs> that's what he drew uh, on the back of that one. Uh, anyway, that's that's me nerding out about. Uh, I mean, we could we could just divulge this I, into our my entire trip to <laughs> Disneyland at this point. But I I, rem- um, I remember you getting that picture actually. It was yeah, it was it yeah. was an amazing Hawaii Comic Con. That's right. That's yeah. right. Back in the day, Jimmy J. He's Jimmy he, J. he's out here That's in L.A. I should I should go say hi. Yeah, to you him. guys should link up. You should start being part of the amazing family. <laughs> and start start doing. Uh, doing panels for them and hitting the road. We'll do. Vegas is only a hop, skip and a jump away, but not with Jay Gruden. Oh no. He's resigned. Oh no. Oh no. 
Gotta gotta be careful with those emails, Jay. Yeah. Or John. John Gruden. John um, Yeah. And, uh, anyway, uh, overall, to put a bow on it, I I think the Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion is a good, rel- like, family-friendly Halloween movie. I, I think, especially the differences between you and I, my family doesn't watch quite as many scary movies. So... We're pretty much stuck with like Charlie Brown's The Great Pumpkin and Nightmare Before Christmas as as sort of like the, uh, Hocus Pocus has has entered the equation. Um, but we we were watching a lot of those like more childish Halloween movies in this sure. household. Uh, Muppets Muppets Haunted Mansion I think is is a good uh, addition to that collection. Um, but hopefully I can start up up in the ante a little bit. Uh, in the house, maybe, it's. Uh, maybe I will. I will say this about Muppet Haunted Mansion: there is a part in the movie that that makes people jump. Yeah, yeah. No, I jumped. Okay, I jumped. I thought it was good. I thought. I thought that was. I thought that was a solid, solid little uh, yeah. moment there. Yeah. So. Uh, we're we're eat, we're eating dinner. Chelsea jumped. <laughs> My kid, like, <gasps> and then I was like. <sighs> The, I was. Why, I was, why did the, I was, How did the Muppets scare me? <laughs> I was literally the only one in my house at the time paying attention to the screen. So, <laughs> not only was I the only one that jumped, but I was the only one like that saw that I jumped. So, oh, yeah, it, you know it all worked out. But Fair. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, check it out if you have a, a Disney Plus subscription. Uh, add it to your spooky season uh, celebration. Um, visit Disneyland. Uh, this last week, as as I mentioned, uh, way more crowded than I expected. We, we we I thought I had some reliable crowd tracking uh, websites to go off of, but apparently there were like three counties in Southern California that all had fall break that week, oh. and so a bunch of people decided to attend uh, Waltz Park. Um, but I did I did get a chance to visit several attractions that I had eagerly been. Uh, looking forward to uh, one, of course, being Rise of the Resistance, which I think we've talked about probably on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to ride it out in Florida. I finally got the boarding pass and and got to go on it. Um, just a phenomenal feat of imagineering uh, that they're able to to combine all of those elements together. I thought it was great. Uh, and then I also got to ride the new Web Slingers ride uh, at the Avengers Campus in Disney California Adventure. Also a lot of fun if you've ridden like the Toy Story Mania ride in a Disney theme park. It's the same premise, um, except you just throw your <laughs> arms in front of you and it and it launches webs. Uh, highly recommend actually wearing the 3D glasses on that ride because Sheena rode the entire ride with his 3D glasses on top of her head and then wondered why it was so blurry. Uh, got a good laugh out of that. So, uh, And then Mission Breakout, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride where they they got rid of Tower of Terror in California, RIP. Um, I actually rode the Monsters After Dark version, which is not the core storyline. It takes place immediately after the story of the original ride. Um, but apparently when they release the Guardians and everything else, Groot gets lost. Um, and so you have to go and help Rocket find Groot. But now there's all these monsters that have been... Uh, set loose as well in the uh, collector's collection so as you're bouncing up and down through this elevator shaft uh there's there's these 
big monsters that that can jump out as well too so kind of fun kind of kind of cool it's supposed to be the scary version um i I didn't really feel like it was scary at all but uh maybe that was just the monster that we got so Mm, yeah or or maybe maybe you just don't have the magic of of childhood anymore this is true you can only get scared by muppets Muppets and, and uh religious theology. Those are, <laughs> those are the only only things that really uh, chill me to the bone anymore. Uh yeah. That's but great. uh fun 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 time out there. Uh already looking forward to a trip with the whole family. Uh I don't know, maybe next year for Disney World's 50th celebration, which lasts 18 months. 18, 18 in, months. In a, a birthday celebration can somehow last more than a year. I, I don't, it, I don't, when Disney owns it, you, who am I, who am I, to, who am I to question? It's probably a Gregorian calendar. That's, that's the only thing I can think. Well, yeah, that's gotta be it. Isn't it's it? Be isn't, it. It. isn't that the normal count? Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I do, I would love, I'm, I'm back in here in LA. I would love to go to, uh, universal horror nights, whatever. I would love yeah, to go Hollywood, to Hollywood Horror Nights, I think. Uh, is yeah, what they Holly, there. Hollywood Horror Nights. I'd love to go to Not Scary Farm, but damn it. So many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Uh, I'm like, I'm really, I really, I really want to, but it's, uh, I'm just, ah, damn it. It's, I'm just not, I'm just not ready for it yet. Just not ready for it. I, I, once I, once I get say, my kid vaccinated, okay. Then yeah. I'm like, all right, then I'm, then I'm solid, I think, but. Until until I, I can I, get I will say Disney did a good job of, for the most part, trying to enforce like mask wearing indoors. Um, Disneyland is not part of Los Angeles County, right? Uh, so they do not require vaccinations uh, for for entry. But I believe, I believe that's going to be a thing at um, Universal. So, like that, maybe that would help you out a little bit yeah, um, yeah maybe because i know los angeles county is requiring that for most major entertainment venues so yeah i have to i have to, I have to look into that and then maybe and I if will... you hate that idea um send us an email at uh <laughs> enthusiasm at gmail.com yeah we'd we'd love to hear from you yeah i'll I'll look it up right now uh but uh yeah that'll be that'll be the, the subject for the next <laughs> uh next week's episode uh well and speaking of next episodes right so this if you're paying attention is episode 196 of apathetic enthusiasm that's right over the course of five and a half nearly six years we have produced almost 200 episodes of content uh sprinkled in with a few I don't know, Rick and Morty podcast or Twilight Zone podcast or Rounding the Bees, um, <laughs> all of those things uh, not included in that count. But for this show particularly, uh, we, are, we are coming up on that milestone of 200 episodes. So if you have something that you'd like to hear, if you have any thoughts of ways that we could celebrate episode 200, I uh, would love to hear from you. You could send us a tweet at Apathusiast, you know, hit us up, apatheticenthusiasmshow.gmail.com. Any 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 way you like, put a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 figure out some way to celebrate. Do something special, uh, probably right around like 
Thanksgiving Christmas time is is when when that'll end up happening. So, yeah. uh, you know, right in that holiday season. But uh, yeah, thanks to those of you that continue to listen to this on a regular basis, that download, subscribe, and share with with your friends. Uh, we we really do appreciate it. We we really really do. Uh, I'll I'll start I'll start planning. I'll try to what I'll do is I'll I'll try to start getting some audio from 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 longtime folks that have been associated with the show to just you know just a just a little just a little howdy do a little howdy do a little howdy do. Uh, so we do have some questions from the Twitch chat here. Before we leave, we do have to answer these because I because we said we would. Uh, they're all from Matt. <laughs> uh, uh is he elitist he said you have wives he asked um you have andre agassi on the show tonight you down question mark um let's see if only you had a website where you sold merchandise okay that's that's it from back then we do have wives it was andre yep. agathy agathy christie um okay but matt matt asks this because he for my campaign i had I asked, I wanted to pull him in. I wanted him to try D and D. And so I had him create a character and it was a, is a giant. Did he play a session? He did not No, but his character was included in one of the sessions because That's right. I wasn't going to be able to convince him to play one because, uh, he had a child and, uh, he got a new roommate in. And so my availability <laughs> hanging out with him got significantly lower, Matt. Um, but uh, but I still included that character inside the campaign itself. And so he asked, you know, like, hey, can I uh, when are you bring it back my goddamn character, <laughs> uh, which I'm not I'm not DMing anymore, which means I'm not creating the campaign. I'm not creating the story and I don't get to choose what characters go in and what characters don't anymore. I'm just playing one person. And that's that's all the power I have. Although uh, John did say that we can create NPCs so long as they don't like break the game or something okay so with that in mind then matt you can create another character that i know of <laughs> that my that my character knows of and then someday if you have some free time and you uh learn how to play D, &D then then you then you maybe you can join maybe we play on saturdays every other saturday i mean you could you could pick up this book right here uh this is the player's handbook uh wizards of the coast not a sponsor of this podcast um, but this is, this is, this is, I mean, this is thick. This is, this is textbook reading right oh, here, right? Thick. Um, you, so you could do that or you could just get the basic rules. You could just, uh, you could, you could grab your starter set, which is right, right back here. Um, or, or go online and just download the basic rules for D and D and it will give you a, a very introductory, uh, uh, familiarization with, with sort of the, the way to play the game and, and yeah. the basic concepts. And then, and then you can kind of continue to learn from there. If you, if you so, so choose, if you, if you so, if you so choose his question is how hard could it possibly be to learn D and D in, in some ways it's like Othello, a, a, a minute to learn a lifetime to master. There's so much stuff in D and D that you, you have to learn depending on your character, the, the, the class of your character, uh, creating your character, how to play your character. And and there's also styles of playing. Do you want to adventure? Do you like combat? Do you want to role play? Do you like all of those at the same time? Is there one thing that you don't like? Uh, that that's that's an aspect of it. Uh, depending on the class, going back to that, you can have a spellcaster or you can have a, a barbarian. 
the mechanics of both of those characters are very, very different. So you have to learn the individual systems within uh, the, the class structure. Uh, is it is it hard? I, 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 feel, I feel like if you want to play, you can kind of learn how a character sheet works. You can learn one type of character, something basic, learn the basic rules of that character and start playing. You don't have to like know the difference between a sorcerer and wizard's spell books. Like you don't need to understand, you know, all aspects of, you know, D&D to start playing. But just like any set of tools, you you are limited by how well you know the tool set. If you if you only know how to use a hammer and a screwdriver, you can only be so effective. If you know how to use an entire workshop's worth of tools, then you can then you can be a lot more creative. Yeah, so, and make a bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah, benches. Uh, how many licks, Travis, does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? Don't answer that. Uh, I'll tell you, it's three. Yeah, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Girl. Do you have any great coupon? Uh, yeah. I don't. I have French's Dijon mustard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what school subjects are you both most excited to help your kids with? Chess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, things, uh, the things that aren't boring to me. Um, I mean, my oldest kid has not asked me for really any help with homework. Uh, I think they're in U.S. history now, so I like that subject. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I would say, I would say art, music, um, history. I, I like, I like history for the, for the most part, uh, creative writing, you know, all those liberal arts things, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm okay at pretty decent at just those things. Uh, okay. When are you both moving to Idaho? Never. Cool. That's it. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> yep. Not, not happening. Not happening. Uh, although I hear their morning news is fantastic. K-I-V-I um, rounding the bean. Uh, all right, I think that's gonna do it from the Q and A portion. If you're if you're watching live on Twitch, please don't go anywhere because we'll stick around for uh, a brief post show just for those of you watching at Twitch.tv/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. If you want to be part of the post show or this show at any given time, uh, you can join us on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern for uh, that's typically when we go live for uh, any of our podcasts. So so check it out. And, uh, yeah, I think that will about do it for this episode, unless you have any other closing thoughts, Brandon, that you want to share with the people. The only closing thought I have, Travis, is thank you for being my friend back to San Diego and OKC again. And uh, to everybody else, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.